Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. We've got to get straight to our feature interview thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask your mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. But as always, we don't just go straight to our guests. We've got to give them a great intro. Nick Perkat grabs gears. He looks in the mirror. And what great success for Perkat at Sydney Motorsport Park. He wins our second race this weekend for the VP Ultimate Sydney Super Sprint. Definitely the story on the road, I could tell you. And it's our great pleasure to welcome back to the driver's seat uh, for the first time since the E-Series, actually. Please welcome the one and only Brad Jones. Hey, guys. Good evening, Bradley. That's pretty good. If I was a wrestler, I reckon that's what they'd be playing when I came (laughs) running running towards the ring. I like it. I like it and a lot. Our, and our studio audience that are, that yeah. are all masked up and still cheering as they would, normally would. Oh, they're on the, their feet there. They're on their feet. For they're the great right. man. <laughs> uh, Brad, uh, it, you know, it's funny. We, we've sort of, obviously being fans, we look at everything that's been going on over this last six weeks. And it's been such a trying and difficult week, uh, uh, six weeks or seven weeks or eight weeks or whatever it's been for the teams. This is the sort of time that is going to test team morale, how good they are, how how well they function as a group and all that kind of stuff. And it's also a time, I reckon, that uh, the success of that will show with either a lack of success on the track uh, or success on the track. And you've been, let's not put a too fine a point on it, you guys have been doing bloody well. Well, thank you. I mean, it's <clears throat> it's been pretty tough, obviously, not as bad um for us as it has been for the Victorian teams who who had a couple extra weeks on the road than us and we're home now. But but I think you're right. I think um, it's an opportunity for teams to, to either um, implode or or really bond together. And and uh, the, the, our team, I think, uh, we were a pretty close-knit bunch when the pandemic first hit. Um, we made the decision not to not to send anyone on holidays, not to shut the joint down, to just, you know, cut, cut back and work through it. And I think that started the, the you know, we've been, we're a very family-orientated team anyway. But, but uh, you know, that was a commitment from, from us to keep to the staff and, and the staff have committed back every bit as hard. And, and um, you know, as you said, the results are starting to show it. I think that um, it's been great for us. 
Mate, um, the results, maybe not the pandemic. The re- well, yeah, the results, <laughs> not the. <yeah. laughs> Mate, uh, look when you when you do look at it, that the thing that I really get out of the what you guys are doing at the moment is um, not so much the tracks that you in the past, you know, every every or most teams, I guess, apart from sort of the top two or three that um, they always seem to have a, a bogey track or, or tracks that they, they excel at all the time, yeah. year in and year out. Um, and, you know, BJR is no different. They've always been good at certain tracks and, and struggled at other tracks. But I think that for yeah. me, looking forward um, or looking back um, in the past, is that you've been really, really strong um, at tracks that you've notoriously been, you know, weak at in the past. Which I think, yeah, for me, that's that's, that's the true. biggest thing. That's the biggest thing for me is what we, you've jumped in the uh, in the regard of the of the performance of the cars in those sort of tracks, which is why Nick's sitting sixth in the championship. Um, absolutely, and and but for a couple of incidents that he had, you know, nothing to do with, we'd be he'd be third in the championship. So I feel like wouldn't um, have to be Darwin, would it? <laughs> Darwin would be one. <laughs> engine uh, engine would be another one at Townsville but yes. look those things happen in motorsport but what, what you're saying is I mean we traditionally a week on on um, hard cornered stop start you know Townsville sand down Gold Coast that, that you know unless it's raining that sort of stuff so we we are normally pretty strong on flowing type circuits but what we've shown on the road is um, we're being strong on both to be honest and and um, while it's t- it sometimes takes us a little bit of time, like you know, we spent the first tail and bend just trying to pull grip out of the cars. The cars had a lot of speed, but but we couldn't keep tyres on them. And then of course, for the following weekend, you're trying to put all the grip back in, and it's it's not just so as easy as going back to where you started. There's you know philosophy, it's a whole heap of things. So um, um, you know, it's it's been good, and and the team is all getting along. You know, we've 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 been able to uh, come out of Townsville, which was a great, great weekend for us, except we didn't nearly get enough podiums, but, you know, showed plenty of car speed. And then everyone had a little bit of a break for a week. So, you know, people went away in different groups and or went away by themselves. I gave them, you know, four destinations they could go to. And then, then we were back in Adelaide and everyone was a bit refreshed. And, of course, now we're home. So so um, I think I think from management right down to the... To, to the you know the apprentice, um, people appreciate given opportunity and and um, and it's helped us all focus a little harder I think. And I and I guess that success that you've got uh, that you've just had now is a breeze of confidence in the back there as you head towards the mountain. All of your your drivers are locked in. You know you've 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 obviously got McCauley, you've got Nick, uh, you've got Todd, and you've got Jack. But with those guys, you've got Jack Perkins, Tommy Randall, who's pretty hot at the moment, Jordan Boys, um, uh, Tim Blanchard as well. Uh, this is a pretty good lineup, isn't it? Like it's a, you've got a really good strong stable. I think heading to the mountain this year. I hope so. I mean, we, our our register is pretty diverse when you think about Jack Smith in his first year, McCauley in his second year, Todd in his third year, and Nick, who's really the very much the senior driver in the team, who's who's been in the category for quite a long period of time, and and um, you know he's taken on the role as mentor very well, and and um, and 
it, it you've got to grow supercars like you know is a very very difficult difficult category to be successful in and and it takes years for you to get to the point where you can get the most out of it now i think it's like three or four and then once you do that it just takes a while to learn how to win again and because all those guys that get to this level have been very successful in everything they've done so so it's a you know it's a it's a long process and you've got to have everything going for you you've got to work hard at every level you can't be lazy you need to be committed you need to understand what you're doing and you need to make sure you know how to do it you know I was talking to someone the other day and and I said I feel like a rebuilding uh you know it depends a lot of money but it can it can be like a four year process to roll over and and get from where you've found yourself towards the back to get you know, pointed back in the right direction to, towards yeah. the front. And that's having the right driver, the right engineer, the combination, you know, the right money, all those things that, that contribute to, to get you back towards the front. And I feel like, you know, we're definitely heading in the right right direction. We've made a big step up from last year. And, you know, it's a pity that the year's been so interrupted, but I am very much looking forward to Bathurst. Well, you talk about that. You talk about that four-year thing, and you know, I've no, I've been there, you know, in a slump or in a, in a rut where you just feel like it's never going to end. Yeah. But um, you know, you've got Nick who's doing a, a cracking job there in the championship. You've got Toddy Hazelwood who's, you know, not far behind him. You know, on I guess on the pace, but also on on what, where he's getting to at the moment. Um, you know, Macca's really quite new in the championship, and so is Jack. What's what's the realistic expectation for them moving forward, and when will you expect them like Macca and Jack to, you know, right? we need you. We, I mean, Macca was running awesome in the in the top ten there. Top uh, five, thirteen. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. so you can see that starting to come forward. When do you expect that being more, I guess, frequent? Well, that, that, if we talk about Macca first, the hard part is he's he, you know he's got a couple of top fifteen and top ten qualifying. Yep. results this year and then what happens is you start around a bunch of guys you don't know and very quickly they give you the short back and sides and you find yourself in 20 seconds so it just takes a little while to find your feet and then drive with your arms out wide enough as you know stevie yeah. that you 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 people respect you enough to not push you off the road you know it's funny shane pushed him off the road when he went past him on sunday and he said to me i said to him afterwards oh man that's tough. And he goes, yeah. And I said, you know, if that was me, I would just wouldn't have braked at the next corner. Like I just would have <laughs> squared off with him. Straight and through he goes, the door. You can't do that. And I said, yeah. yeah, you want to bet? But um, it's, yeah. it's, you know, so it's sometimes it's hard to watch as a parent, certainly, yeah. um, and a team owner, which I fit somewhere in the middle of that, I think, with him. Um, but uh, look, I'm seeing things in him that I that give me hope, and and I see potential and. It's just still, still too early, you know. If you, he's probably following Todd along a little bit on on the things that Todd did in his second year. You know, yeah. good qualifying positions, probably having trouble in the race. The other thing is, um, you know, the cars are never perfect, so you got to get used to driving them. You know, he, he has a tendency to 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 have them too loose, and I don't like a loose car, but. It makes it a real struggle, but I think with these things, they need to be pretty loose to rotate. So, yeah. so he's, you know, I think he's making some progress, and I'd like to think that next year he will make a bit more, and you know, we'll start to see some, some, uh, some sunlight. Because what happens is, you, you know, you can only do it for so long and and yeah. not get any sort of result. Um, then with Jack, it's his very first year, and and um, you know, he's finding it hard. I said to him the other day. 
this is the hardest thing he'll ever do in his life. You know, and you say that to people sometimes, and they're like, oh, yeah. But but as you know, Stevie, racing one of these cars, once you get in them, um, it doesn't matter where you've been and what you've done. It's, it's a, you know, you've got the same card as everyone else. And so you really need to produce. And if you can't, then you get, you, you don't last. So yeah. no one, no one wants to, to, you know, keep on doing it forever and not doing well. So just, you know, just a time thing and, and it's cyclical. And, and I think, you know, it was a good point there where you said that, you know, um, about Macca having his elbows out and how far he should have them out. It's a fine line of not having him out far enough, but then yeah. doing too much and being known as that guy that you know you, no one wants to be around because they're going to hit you, and then so they end up giving you the short back and sides anyway to get you out of the way. Well, and that's that's what happened to Jack Smith. You know, last mm. year when he was a wild card, he was down in Tasmania and he didn't let McLaughlin by for a couple of laps because you know he felt that that he should sail past him, and they get arrow washes, all sorts of reasons why it's difficult to pass. Mm. especially on a circle like that. And so, so you know, you're very quickly um, defending yourself and, and earning a bad reputation. And, and um, you know, I think Jack has, has certainly turned that around and is putting solid results. And, you know, I can see how hard he is working to get results. You know, he's poor Forgies, he's engineer. And, of course, he was Marcus's engineer when he won all those championships and ran at the front. So he's got good help. But, um, you know, but like I keep on saying... Uh, you can't believe how hard it is to race a car in this category. And especially when you see your teammate, you know, qualifying on pole or running, you know, in the top five or six cars, you look at it. You know, I know Macca looks at Nick's stuff and, you know, just scratches his head sometime trying to work out how he carries some of the speed. But yeah. but the good thing is, right, you've got the data. So if you're clever, you can work it out eventually. Mate, I want to... I wanna... Put the focus, grab the crystal ball out for a minute, dust it off, and let's look towards Gen Three and twenty twenty two. You're currently running the Holden chassis and the body shape. What are we? What can we expect from BJR when Gen Three comes out? Are you in discussions loosely with other manufacturers at the moment, or where, what's your position on that? Unfortunately, my, my crystal ball is pretty cloudy at the moment, <laughs> and. Um, so honestly, um, I, you know, I'm I I having the position I have on the board and the commission I get, obviously. I'm part of the Gen 3 committee as well. And, and um, I mean, it's moving along, but I haven't spoken to anyone about it really. I mean, I'm just, at the moment, I'm focused on, on getting us to where we need to be um, for the rest of this year and, and getting over that. But, um, look, I, 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 I'm, I have no fixed address with this one. I'm willing to, to look at what is, is, I think all the cars will be similar, but... What sort of opportunities are gonna are gonna come up? I think we need to, you know, the planet Earth needs to get back to, to whatever the new normal is a little bit, and and then we can we can look at it and see where we're at. But I mean, clearly we'll be out there with something, and and um, you know, I think I've seen a I've seen a shot of the Camaro and the Mustang, and I think they both look pretty cool. So um, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Ooh, it's not a high wait priority. And see, wait and see, <laughs> indeed. Wait and see, indeed. Hey, I, I want to go back. Now we we were looking forward. I now want to go back because you you had a before you were team owner. Uh, you were a successful driver in your own right. You also did the two liter touring car thing. I was thinking today of when you when we knew you were going to come on and have a chat to us. Um, what's a question that I can ask you that's not about the here and now? That's not about the the supercars and all that kind of stuff. And I was thinking. 
what track would you like to go back and race at again? Something that we used to compete on, but we don't anymore. A lakeside, oh. a QR, a Calder, an Oran Park, if it wasn't a housing suburb, that kind of stuff. <laughs> what was your favourite old track that we used to run on? Well, I don't know. That's a, that's a, I probably need a bit of think music, um, which wouldn't be Eminem. The first racetrack I ever drove around was Humewear. And, you know, obviously my dad was president of the club for, for 18 years. And, you know, when, when I was a kid, we used to go out there and cut the lock off the gate and roll around with a pole of my mate. So, um, you know, I always, always pitching myself racing around there. But, you know, the, you've named a whole pile of really, you know, very fond memories for me. Iron Park, Amaru Park, Lakeside, um, you know, all, all, those, all those places um, seem like a great loss to the sport for lots of reasons and I was fortunate enough to be able to compete on them with cars that were suited to the circuit and um, so um, if I had to pick one oh, I don't know I don't know I'd, I'd probably go for Amaru Park if I'm honest I'd um, you know had a lot of success there like the track and um, I loved the the way that the crowd looked down on the on the venue I thought I always thought that was pretty cool and and have have uh, lots of fond and some odd odd memories of that. I can remember it was the first place I ever drove a car with um, qualifying tyres. It was a Mitsubishi Starion, would have been about 1986 <laughs> or 87. And um, uh, they were cross plies, we're not radials, we ran and we raced on radials and qualified on cross plies, if you can believe that. And so coming onto the, the main straight, it was a bit of a lift and, and on race tyres and then around you went. So I thought that um, I'd just have the briefest of lifts coming onto the, the pit straight from my flying lap, and it picked itself up onto two wheels really high, like I mean really high, and <laughs> was two-wheeling into, two, 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 two into the fence, and uh, um, you know I had to turn into the fence to get the thing to go down, I wrecked the car and obviously didn't do a qualifying lap. So, so I didn't always have great memories there, but, um, but it was a pretty cool joint. Hey, what about, I wanted to ask you, and I actually, Matt jogged my memory by asking this question. I've always wanted to ask, that time at Lakeside in the two-litre touring cars and the uh, Oryx Audis, oh, yeah. and you and Greg Murphy, and I think it was Morris? Jeff Brabham or, or Morris, that went three wide no. through the kink. Firstly, A, were you really worried about going three wide with Paul Morris involved? And B, <laughs> would you ever, ever let Greg Murphy do that to you ever again? <laughs> well, uh, I was pretty safe because I was on the inside. So um, he, uh, I, if I remember correctly, I think Murph, Murph, um, I think he, he did he slipstream me and then go three wide? Yep. And I thought, yes, and he went uh, to the right. So he was to your right. I think you were in the, were you in the, yeah. Yeah. In the middle. No, he was on the inside. I was in the middle, and we were all overlapping right. mirrors and barely touching That's each right. other. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah. So but was, you passed Morris. You passed Morris, but then Greg passed both of you. So you ended up yeah. being still P two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no crazy stuff. Um, but I was in the middle, so I always felt pretty safe. <laughs> the problem is that you had because one of your own team all... cars <laughs> on your right. <laughs> oh yeah, but you don't think about it like that at the time, no. you know. <laughs> 
It's just like I'm in the middle, and if I turn into a ping pong ball, those other two are going to go off before I. <laughs> exactly, you'll just shoot through the middle, Stevie J. You would yeah. never have hit one of your teammates, would never, you? Ever, never, ever. They ever. reverse into me. Yeah. No, actually, I reverse into them. Apparently, we yes. touched didn't, on didn't this on JC the show. Say that. JC yeah, said you reversed into him in Sydney. Yeah, he did. No, yeah. not in Sydney. Yeah, Townsville. 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 I don't know how that keeps getting brought up, but anyway, you can obviously <laughs> tell it's a bit of a sore point. But <laughs> if you haven't, sure, if you haven't seen the 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 footage of that, what we're talking about with the two leaders, jump on YouTube and have a look at Lakeside because Daryl Eastlake, I think, is doing yes. the commentary there and it yeah. is some of the yeah, best commentary is. you will have. He's about to lose a valve. He was just <laughs> that off was the, the limiter. Yeah, the amazing little cars. I, we were yeah. talking about it the other day when we were talking about a qualifying lap at Bathurst. I can remember my qualifying lap at Bathurst, I did it once, one lap, um, was flat from the cutting to, to the S's. So just wow. continually changing up gears. I can remember thinking to myself at one point, I'm nearly going to have to pull my left foot over and stand on top of the other one. And it was right teetering on the edge. You know, it was just, but you could just do it once on the, on the first lick of a soft tire. So great little cars to drive. Unbelievably. I've been flat. I've been flat from the cutting right through to Skyline. It was in a Toyota 86 though. So it's a little bit different. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So doing it in those little things is very impressive. So what, this is going to sound like it was a planned plug, but if you do want to check out some classic Australian motorsport from the Super Touring years, you can head to the V8 Sleuth uh, bookshop and they're all there on Babylon DVD. <laughs> Aaron Noonan owes us so much. Unbelievable. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll split the invoice, uh, Brad. We'll, we'll send yeah. it your way. Yeah, that sounds fair. <laughs> but, um, hey, Brad, we really appreciate you jumping on board the driver's seat. It's always uh, it's great to see someone new up the front, and you guys have been, as Neil Crompton said in the commentary package that we just played, it's always nice seeing... Uh, the, the big two dogs up top get a couple of little punches uh, from uh, the other teams below. So it's always good to see. And best of luck about this. Like Steve said, you've got a killer lineup. So hopefully we'll see you guys up the front a bit more. Thanks, guys. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah, look, Bathurst is obviously always my target. And, uh, you know, I, I feel like we're going up there. Mind you, I, we had three cars qualify in the top 10 one year. And then I got all the drivers together in the morning and said, OK, it's really simple. Just don't go a lap down until we get to lap 100, and then we'll bring you home. And then every car was a lap down by the time we got to lap 102 and more out of the race. So, you know, anything can happen. Uh, I don't give pep talks anymore. I just go, good luck. <laughs> yeah, don't crash. See you, mate. <laughs> I don't even say that. It's just good luck. It is good luck. Awesome stuff, Brad. Good luck, good luck uh, next one. Uh, good luck at Brathurst, and uh, we'll chat soon, hopefully. Thanks, guys. Brad Jones there joining us on the drive seat. That was our feature interview. Thanks to Ryko Filters. Ask a mechanic for Ryko Filters, the professional's choice. You're listening to the driver's seat. We do it thanks to Kubota. Together, we're building Australia. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.